Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 162 of Soundwave. I'm your host, Matt, joining the co-host, Carlos. Yeah, I'm here. How are you doing today? All right. Yeah, we're here. Uh, winter is upon us. Snowstorm happened. Uh, that was fun. Snowstorm. I wouldn't quite call that a snowstorm. We've hardly had any snow yet. You didn't drive to Minneapolis in that snow, and it was the worst thing ever. No, yeah, driving it's not great. I, uh, I went to Underoath uh, Wednesday night with Pete and uh, Julia. And uh, yeah, we were going like 45 miles an hour the whole entire way. And I skidded out once, and that was because somebody tapped on their brakes in front of me, then I tapped on mine. It was like, whoosh, supposed to get, whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. And we're supposed to get a couple more inches uh, this weekend. Are we supposed to? Yeah, two to five. I heard that Saturday was supposed to bring something, but I didn't know if it was still happening. So yes, winter is upon us in uh, Wisconsin. Here we go. All right, we're in it for the long haul now. Uh, what have you been up to, man? Uh, homework. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, when we recorded, it was before Nacho Day, right? Or was it after Nacho Day? <laughs> it was Day? before Nacho Day, yes. Yeah, so Nacho Day was... It was that ca- our episode was coming out on Nacho Day. Yeah, yeah it was coming out uh, the day after. Because <laughs> it comes out on... No, it comes out on Thursday. So it yeah, it came out on Nacho Day on Thanksgiving. <laughs> so yeah, made up too many nachos. Ate too many nachos. Got... Drank a lot. Casey drank way more than me, though. Yeah, I, I heard that he had a fun fun old time. Uh, I came over for when nachos were just getting done, so I got to try a little bit of it. And damn, those were that that was some good meat. Yeah, uh, when we uh, when we do uh, like when you do when we do things like in the living room and like Casey gets drunk, he eventually passes like if it's for a whole day thing. He just falls asleep on the living room floor. And, and then he, he just lives there for the for the rest of the night. Did he live on the floor or did he live in the bathroom this he time? He lived in the floor uh, this time. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, uh, if you want to see their awesome nachos, you should go to our Instagram page. Uh, just search Blind Ninja Studios. You should be able to find it. But yeah, Casey posted them. God, they use like a whole cookie tray yeah. full of nacho chips and then full of... Wow, it's impressive, guys. Yeah, the, the meat was, I think the meat could have been a little bit better. Uh, I think going to do something the next one, year. Different. The the what was the one that I really liked? Was it the barbacoa? I think it was the barbacoa. Yeah, that one just had like that nice sweet flavor to it. The other one, and, but like especially like later in the day when you wanted to grab some of it, like I think like the flavor just kind of changed throughout the Did day. It? Yeah, it just wasn't as good. Interesting. No, yeah, they were great, fresh out of the fresh out of the. And the next pot. day, it had so many like leftover nachos fixings. I was like, all right, I'll just make myself a small thing of nachos. Well, yeah. But I was still in like the the mode from the previous day of right. making nachos. So I made myself with this giant sack of nachos. I ate some of. It. It was like, nope, I'm not doing this. I can't do this. <laughs> that was way too much the day before. Yeah, and then Casey bought one of those. Uh, what was it from Chipotle? Like the the catering yeah. things of chips and stuff. It's a bummer that those things can't last longer. Yeah. And then uh, let's see what else was there. The, oh, uh, I was basically worthless the rest of the weekend. Like I just, I, did, I got it. nothing accomplished. I definitely believe it. Uh, just lazed around, accomplished nothing, and then eventually pulled myself up to do stuff. And I got hung up with uh, my family on Sunday. Nice. Came back with a bunch of chili. Nice. Slowly making my way through the chili. Almost. So, so you had I've not, got like enough. I'll be done with you it had tomorrow. A nacho Thanksgiving and you had a chili Thanksgiving. Yeah. Huh? I, was, I had way too much food on the weekend. Food, yeah. Uh, yeah. I had a busy week at at the bar. Uh, yeah. Eight days in a row. It was nonstop busyness. The holidays are always crazy, but it was pretty fun. Um, I went to go see Fantastic Beasts. I don't have a lot of praise for the movie, but it was it was entertaining to watch. It was visually pleasing. Uh, it gave you a lot of Harry Potter stuff you didn't need to know about, like backstories that are a million pages long, all at the end of the movie. But uh, yeah, that's what that is. Uh, and there's five, there's three more of those fucking things. And like, oh god damn it, we have to wait that long for just an answer. Uh, but yeah, so I saw that. Um, yeah, otherwise work, 
I didn't even listen to any new music. Did you? Uh, yes, yes, I did. I'm because I'm trying to get through albums because we're getting close to the end of the year. That is so true. I'm to, I got to start doing that too. I forget that because yeah. we have our top ten list that we got. That each of us have our top ten list of albums. That's so true. That's true. I see you did listen to Mumford and Sons album. Huh. Yeah. Uh, honestly, of the three albums, like that one was like the one I listened to the least. But really, so the first album I listened to was Delta from Mumford and Sons, and it was it was pretty good. It, it sounded like Mumford and Sons. Uh, yeah, that that they have like a tried and true like sound that I'm just kind of like eh, about now. Yeah, like when it first started, like oh my god, these guys are amazing, and now it's just like oh, right. like it's it's good, but like it just like it was mostly in the, like a lot of these things I was just listening to in the background, but like. Of all of them, like this one, like didn't well. This and like maybe the final album didn't like jump out as much as I thought. Yeah, because yeah, we first heard the Delta track when we were going to Madeline Island this past year. Yeah, I think they started playing stuff as we were driving there, and like we got a brand new one for you. I don't think they released it, or they just started dropping singles from it. No, no, they did release it. It was the very first time because I remember I'm like, oh my god, I want to hear the new Mumford and Sons with the radio started going on. I'm like, we're gonna hear it, I guarantee. And then we got to hear it, and I was just kind of like, oh, all right, that was it. (laughs) But anyways, uh, this is uh, a song I liked off of it. This is uh, 42. Well, I've been from the ashes we left. Forgiveness begs for itself, but how can I forget? When there's a I think that's the opener from the album, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's the okay. opener. Yeah, that, that that's a pretty good opener to the album, that's yeah. for sure. But yeah, yeah. And another album I listened to was the album Double Negative from the band Low. Uh, I actually really like this one. Uh, I really like the uh, the kind of electronic sound they got going for them. And this is uh, Fly off of the album. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I really like that kind of noise. It just sound it just reminds me of like uh the uh, the band Archive and like I had like listened to like one of their albums like over and over and over again, and they kind of had like a similar type of so, uh, How sound. How does going uh, the rest of the album compare to that? Uh, pretty good. Uh, I there was like a like the one they that was played on the radio was like the main reason I picked up the album. Yep. Uh, and I really liked it, but that I ended up going with Fly. I can't remember which one was the one off the out the. Uh, because I don't have the entire album listening in front of me, but yeah, Not always trying to work it out. No. Yeah, 
Tem- but yeah, it was a Tempest, good, maybe. That has a uh, it was. I think it was like the one of the last two songs on the album. Okay. Yeah, but yeah it was uh, pretty good. Cool. I really liked it. And then the final album I listened to was Mividi Local from, oh, my phone went to sleep. There we go. From Atmosphere. I and didn't even know he brought out a new album, actually. Yeah. I didn't even know who uh, he was. Oh, but sure you did. Oh. No, I just, like, I'm sure I, I heard it, but I just didn't uh, know who he was or anything like that. But, like, I heard, uh, I think it was this song uh, that I'm going to have played off of it, Virgo, that was the one I heard on the radio. Like, I really like this one off the album. I pledge allegiance to myself, food, shelter, and health. Let me find a beach full of seashells to sell. Put your oxygen mask on first before you offer me help. I've got receipts made of scar tissue. Got the vision of somebody going fishing in the dark. When I start up the motor, it still turns over. But nowadays, a little bit slower. Never been afraid of getting older. I'm much more nervous about these public servants. Kill the lights and shut the curtains. You ain't a real lion if you love the circus. Looking at myself like, what's the purpose? It's when I started to hallucinate, trying to touch the surface and recuperate. You should have seen the look on my face when I was losing my faith. Y'all got me feeling hesitation, embarrassment. I might be the last generation. I like how stripped down that is compared to a lot of stuff he does. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he I'll probably get flack for saying it, but he is basically the reason Rhyme Sayers Entertainment exists out of oh, yeah. Minnesota here with Dessa and POS and Doomtree uh, and Fifth Element Records and stuff downtown Minneapolis. Oh, but, cool. Uh, Atmosphere is a pretty huge name in the Minnesota hip-hop scene and in the U.S. Now, I did but, not know he was Minnesotan. Yep, yep. Yeah, the, everything's based out of Minnesota for Rhyme Sayers. I also didn't know that. So, like, are some of those other bands also based out of Minnesota? Yeah, Dessa's from Minnesota. Pos did not know Minnesota. that. Yeah, they're all they're all Minneapolis. <laughs> like that that is the hip hop collective for Minneapolis, basically. So, yeah, cool. So those are the albums I listen to. I will have to check out Atmosphere's new one and Lowe's for sure. And <clears throat> like I said, I I could play an Underworld song, but I don't think I need to. Their new album is really good. Uh, I think I played a song from it on a few weeks back. But you might have. Yeah, they, it it was like going back to high school, so that was pretty cool hearing the those old songs again and singing along. And my back hurts from getting kicked in the head a bunch. <laughs> Pete's sweatshirt, the one that I'm wearing right now, <clears throat> it uh, it made it through the entire concert, and then somebody like jumped on his back and pulled it, and then it tore right down the front. Oh, he was pissed. <laughs> Man, what a fucking asshole! No, nah, well, you're in the middle of a mosh pit. You never know. Well, yeah, if you're in a mosh pit, then that's. <laughs> All right, let's uh, go into the music. Guys. I spent like a good hour and a half looking for news stories on multiple different websites. There, there wasn't much. There wasn't much. Um, Let's see here. Reggae music has now been inscribed on the prized intangible cultural heritage list of uh, UNESCO, uh, the UN's cultural agency. Uh, UNESCO said Thursday that Jamaican music is a unique uh, because it represents a vehicle of social commentary and continues to provide a, pro- a voice for, for all. Since it was credited by marginalized groups, uh, created by marginalized groups, mainly in western part of Jamaica's capital, Kingston, it said... The music, which combines Caribbean, Latin, and Northern American influences, provides a cathartic experience um, when played, and it also is a means to praise God. Uh, the intangible heritage list aims to improve the visibility of non-physical traditions and uh, know-how to of communities around the world. I think that's pretty cool, actually. 
uh, that reggae is recognized as that. I mean, it, it makes sense. I mean, it definitely does. What they said is true. Every, yeah. 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 Uh, Adult Swim has announced it's partnered with uh, Elcon Television Group and Crunchyroll to produce a new anime series called, set in the Blade Runner universe. Uh, Blade Runner Black Lotus is what it'll be called. It'll be 13 episodes and directed by Shinji uh, Aramaki and Kenji Kamiyama. Uh, also, uh, Shichiro Watanabe of Cowboy Bebop and Samurai Champloo fame has been tapped as a creative producer. Press release states that the new series will take place in 2032 and will introduce some familiar characters from the Blade Runner universe. That's cool. I mean, I don't have cable, so I won't be able to watch it, but it does sound cool. Yeah. Although, speaking of uh, uh, Cowboy Bebop, did you hear about uh, the Netflix series? Yeah. I don't know what to think about that. They're going to do live-action Cowboy Bebop Netflix series. Uh, anytime you take an anime and try and bring it into live-action, it's doomed to fail. So I don't have a lot of hope. I'm excited. Just because I love Cowboy Bebop. I don't know because because the, they have already gotten rid of like all, they're getting rid of all their Marvel shows right now. They they really? conf- they got rid of they've already canceled Daredevil. Oh, that that was just like I did the, hear just about today. That, yeah, and like they've already, they got rid of a couple of other ones so far. What else is left on there then? Uh, I think they have Jessica Jones and maybe Punisher still. And Luke Cage is that haven't uh, yeah Luke, Luke Cage was and Iron uh, Fist was quite a while ago. Yeah, that was also uh, canceled. So yeah, so maybe they're just gonna funnel some of that money instead towards uh, maybe getting a good Cowboy Bebop show going. And then also bringing like the the dark crystal they're gonna bring back too and everything. Yeah, that that's right. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I I mean, I'd rather just have another Cowboy Bebop like anime, but uh, we'll see what live action. We'll see does. what they uh, do with the music. Yeah, the music too. Because that intro for Cowboy Bebop is pretty great. And just how iconic each one of those characters looks. I'm like, what kind of take are they gonna take those people? Like, please don't have a Margot Robbie. Uh, what was that? That Suicide Squad. Margot Robbie played. Uh, Harlequin. Yeah. Like, I don't want them to go that aspect, having some really famous person behind, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I'm excited. But yeah, and I'm excited like they, about this Because, like, some of, their jo- like, some of their shows, they've done a really good job. Like, you, like they have actors, like, you don't really know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's a good thing. Or aren't really big names that, like, are, are like, taking, like, the main role, so. Yeah, I tried watching. Like, Ultra Carbon, that was a good one. I tried watching the Death Note movie, and I was just like, I don't know about that. Like, the only thing reason I wanted to watch it was because of William Dafoe. Yeah, right, right? It was like, right? Well, exactly. I, I really kind of want to see that. What was the other one that was anime turned into that? William Dafoe going full Green Goblin? <laughs> like, right? can't. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we'll see what that brings. Yeah. Do, do, you, do you know, was that next year or the year after they're bringing that out? Or? I'm not sure. It's just in production. Yeah. Okay, they announced. haven't announced any uh, roles yet. Okay, yeah, and there isn't a, they don't say when this uh, Blade Runner one's going to start either, but it'll be cool. Uh, SpongeBob SquarePants creator Steven Hillenberg has died following a battle of ALS. Uh, he was 57 years old. Uh, Steve imbued SpongeBob SquarePants with a unique sense of humor and innocence and has brought joy to generations of kids and family everywhere. Uh, Nickelodeon said in a statement, according to Variety, his utterly original characters and the world of Bikini Bottom will long stand as a reminder of the value of optimism, friendship, and limitless power of imagination. Uh, prior to SpongeBob, Hillenburg uh, served as the director for Rocco's Modern Life from 93 to 96. It's amazing to think how long this, this man has been in our yeah. lives, like in general, like uh, I don't know how much of a Nickelodeon kid you were. Back I day, did not watch a whole lot. Like I never really got into it. Rocko's Martin life. I was I was so so into it. Same with Angry Beavers and stuff. But like I like Angry Beavers is pretty weird. I liked Invader Zim. That was the one I really liked. Yeah, and wasn't was Invader on Nickelodeon? Yeah, it was. Yeah, 
I can't remember. Yeah, it was I, Nickelodeon. So there was like a time when I just kind of stopped watching some of those, but I was like Rugrats, Rocco's Modern Life, Hey Arnold, all those ones and stuff. But yeah, uh, uh, rest in peace, Hillenburg. Yeah, that's yeah. I, I didn't know he had ALS or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, filmmaker Nicholas Rogue has died too. He was 90 years old. Uh, he was responsible for uh, helming films in the 70s that would later prove to be influential on the scope of cinema, including Mick Jagger's starring performance in uh, Performance of 1970, David Bowie's first ever lead feature role in The Man Who Fell to Earth, and other movies in his uh, filmography include the survival film Walkabout and controversial Bad Timing starring Art Garfunkel. Uh, yeah, uh, he's got some crazy movies. He's an interesting director. I have not seen Performance. I should watch that. Mick Jagger, 1970s. Yeah, he's got he's he's a, he's an interesting director. He's 90 years old. Damn. Um, lastly, Jack White performed at Chicago's Aragon Ballroom uh, to commem- to commemorate the concert. White teamed up with Cards Against Humanity for uh, CAH. Uh, theme poster corresponding cards. Uh, the poster reads, When Jack White performed at Aragon Barroom in Chicago, November 19th, 2018, he surprised fans with, and it includes the possible answers, a quiet, poignant acoustic guitar ballad, Jack White's uh, collection of taxidermied animal heads, Jack White's testosterone-fueled dementia, Jack White's mom column coming on stage and dancing, a bizarre partnership with Cards Against Humanity, and Jack White. So that is the newest Cards Against Humanity family. Right there. Actually, it kind of would have been funny if, like, at the very end it said, Jack White not included. Not, yeah, not included. <laughs> that would be pretty good, actually. That would. Uh, yeah, that's what I got for news. You got any news, man? I do not, no. Yeah. yeah. Okay, weekly theme it is. Welcome to the weekly theme. The theme this week is solo acts. Uh, basically, a lead singer or drummer or who have you leaves their main band that they were humongous with and then becomes their own big act as well. Wow, I completely missed a, a choice I could have gone with once I heard you say that. I, I have him, don't worry. <laughs> uh, the, the drummer, you're saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, I, I it, it surprises me how many bands were, or how many singers were actually in pretty big bands before. And they're still fucking gods, basically. My problem with this was just trying to get like go, nail them like when they're get get the singers like when they're like don't have like a giant a big backing band like afterwards. Oh yeah, because yeah. I, I was trying to get them as close to, uh, uh, to like them just being them. Although this first one does not follow that a whole lot. Although it definitely is only attributed to them. Yeah, I just did uh, some the people who left the band's biggest hits kind of a thing. Yeah. So yeah. You can start it off. Right, yeah. So the yeah, the first one is Chris Cornell, uh, from Song Garden and Audio Slave. And uh I decided uh well he passed away. I can't remember when he uh died he committed suicide from hanging himself off. Was that like this last year? The or the year before? Yeah, I know, they, it was last like, year. All these musician deaths kind year. of blend yeah. together. But I forgot that this was the yeah. Casino Royale. Yeah, and like I really loved this intro. Like uh, this and the uh uh, the I'm trying to remember what's the other uh, intro I liked from another musician who went on to have a a, a, a long solo career. Uh, oh, because he was from the Beatles, Paul McCartney oh, and the yeah. Wings. Yep, yep. 
Live and Let Die. Like mm-hmm. that's like, like this like, Live and Let Die is like my favorite Bond song, but like You Know My Name, which is the Christopher Cornell one, is also really good. So this is You Know My Name. Performed for Casino Royale. Just making sure I put it in the right uh, place. Okay, good. Maybe. Uh oh. It was just playing. Oh, oh, oh. I turned it down. I turned it down. I'll tell you all life what it is When the storm arrives Would you be seen with me By the merciless eyes I've deceived I've seen angels fall from blinding heights But you yourself are nothing so Always has to be the horns somewhere in there. Yeah. I love it. I really um, liked uh, Casino Royale's movie as a whole too. Like that was like that I, was the first one, yeah, right? First one with Daniel Craig. Yeah, yeah. And that this song. I like does that it didn't have in, like yeah. uh, the over reliance on ridiculous gadgets. Yeah, yeah, which like for the longest time Casey hated uh, the film just because it, did it didn't have, have the gadgets. gadgets. Oh it didn't God. have the invisible car with all oh, the features. God. No, yeah, it was just a it was just a spy movie. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. I I really enjoyed Casino Royale, and then I. Kind of after that, it was, yeah. I did like Skyfall a lot. Thought that was pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, I that did chime in like a new Bond right there, having yeah. Chris Cornell be there. That was pretty cool. Uh, my first one is by Mr. Rod Stewart, originally from The Faces and I think Small Faces. But uh, yeah, Rod Stewart has had a slew of hits throughout his career. The Faces had a slew of hits throughout their career. Uh, but yeah. I picked Young Turks because I wanted it to be different, not play Maggie Mae or Every Picture Tells a Story. Like, yeah. But, yeah, Young Turks. Interesting fact, uh, I just was reading the comment, not the comments, but the little info section. It says, the video for Young Turks is the first music video to air on MTV featuring breakdancing. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah like, I really like this. The, so, like, the name of the song was Young Turks? Young Turks, yeah. yeah. I always thought it was Young Hearts because yeah. he says that over and over, so I don't know why. But Turks, okay. But, yeah, uh, yeah. like, I really like that song. Uh, I, like, I have fond memories of uh, playing San Andreas. 
Oh my god, yeah. Yep. And that okay. like uh, it was like I think it was like during some flying mission, like that was like the one that kept That's popping funny. up and it's like and like it just I kept dying in it. So I kept hearing over over again, but the song was good. <laughs> the I song liked it. It was good, it was good. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> All right, who you got? So my next one is uh, the artist on my list that has probably the longest career of all of them, and he's still alive and kicking today. Oh, yeah, and still making music. Yeah. So uh, he started in Buffalo Springfield. This is uh, Neil Young, and he's had a long... He uh, had he moved from Buffalo Springfield to Solo. He eventually joined Crosby, Stills, Nash to be... So the name became Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. And then he's also a crazy he, horse, I too. think it was like with them for like three... Uh, th- three albums mm-hmm. and like yeah it, like but he here's a heart of gold from neil young Next one. I didn't know that she was in a band before uh, she went solo. Uh, they were actually really good. They were the Sugar Cubes. And uh, this is Bjork. She was one of the singers in the Sugar Cubes back in the 80s. And then she went solo. Uh, not a huge fan of Bjork. I like a lot of her songs, but she's just a little too out there at times for me. I do like this song a lot, though. Uh, Human Behavior. sound and like yeah like different it's musics and like, like i've never heard a bjork song before and that's pretty really different. yeah never heard a bjork song before all right cool uh what you got next so my next one is an artist who uh was formerly in steeler's wheel this is gary rafferty uh he one of my favorite songs i didn't this is not the one i chose but i really fucking love baker street which is off the same ah uh, yeah that's why i know the name okay yeah, yeah that's a great song i love that song yeah uh, i recognize this one but i'm like what the fuck else did he do and i just didn't yeah know. But this is uh, off that same solo album that he had after uh, leaving Sealer's Wheel. Like Baker Street was in because I think we had like we had like a going into detail on like songs before. Mm-hmm. But Clifton's version, he left the, the band and like he was he wasn't allowed to like uh, perform music for a couple of years afterwards because of uh, contracts. But eventually he was able to, and like Baker Street was one of the ones that was on his first album afterwards. And this is a 
Right Down the Line. So this is Right Down the Line from Gary Rafferty. how chill it is and groovy yeah it's really cool uh my next one is by he left he left this boy band group and became a humongous superstar uh it is justin timberlake and uh i didn't know which one to choose really man there's a lot of choices he has a lot of freaking hits and you forget how many hits this man actually has after he left the band and how much of a which band was that in sync it was in sync it was either in sync or backstreet boys i knew that yeah and i don't think any of the backstreet boys had like a real solo career i don't even think any of the other how did justin timberlake all of a sudden like oh yeah you're you're the one i have no idea but uh i went from his 2020 album because that was like it's like, okay, Justin Timberlake has grown out of a lot of things, and now this is who he is. Uh, it was a good like coming-of-age kind of album, and I'm not to diss any of the stuff before that. But uh, I went for Suit and Tie featuring Jay-Z, Justin Timberlake. I guess they're just my cause, girl, they wish they had it. So my next song is from uh, Emily Haynes. Uh, she was in Metric, or I think Metric's still around. So she's still in Metric, but she also has a solo solo career. And she her uh, solo title she goes by Emily Haynes and the Soft Skeleton. And this is off uh, her album. I think it was last year. I know it was either this year or last year. I'm pretty sure it was last year. When I picked this album up last year. Yeah, uh, it was a good song uh, album. And this is Planets off of that album. So this is Planets from Emily Haynes and the Soft Skeleton. Open suspended time 
song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, my next one is by Mr. Lionel Richie, <clears throat> originally from the Commodores. Uh, yeah, he was at the Commodores for almost 15 years, something like that. And then he went solo, uh, I think, late 70s, early 80s. And, uh, yeah, he's one of the biggest fucking singers around. Uh, but uh, I picked one of the most fun songs he has. I could have done Dancing on the Ceiling. That's a really fun one, too. But I went for All Night Long, All Night, because it's just so catchy and want to make you dance, you know? Everyone's dancing and troubles Simon could have done him too. Like there's a there's a whole slew of these artists that I've forgotten all about in that t- time period. What you got for your last one, bud? So for my last one, well, if I'm gonna close my list, let's have a closing song. So this nice. is a closing time from Dan Wilson. Uh, this is his cover of his own song. Uh, he is from the band Semisonic, who ha- kind of a I guess they're not quite a one-hit wonder. I think they have like one or two songs with that, but they're they weren't quite the big hits that Closing Time was. Um, they're also a Minneapolis band as well. Yeah, and uh, basically uh, he did like he did have the album uh, recovered that came off last came out last year. Yep. But uh, he also has had like a long solo career, like not actually being like the performer, but as a writer. Like he oh, has okay. written a lot of songs. Now that you say that, I'm pretty sure I knew that. Yeah. Like the, like uh, there's like one a big one of the big ones from Adele like he wrote. That's right. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He the other one would be like Diane Warner. She also did like everything from for Celine Dion to Britney Spears to everything. Yeah, I forget that. Yeah, Dan yeah. Wilson. He he has had a huge career for writing. It looked big like a lot songs. of them were actually for uh, country artists too. Dan Wilson. Let's look him up quick. Yeah, like it was a yeah someone like you the Adele yeah. song. <clears throat> and yeah, he does a cover of that one on this recovered yep, album, which is well. a great cover. Yeah, we listened to that one. I think the album came out. Yeah. He played that one. Um, let's see here: studio albums, live, nothing, nothing. Songwriter and producer. Oh, he did stuff for the Dixie Chicks. Yeah, that was uh, one of the ones. Twenty One Adele. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't have a lot on here. But yeah. Oh, he did stuff for Pink too. Cool. Now he's so yeah. He's had a long career since then. Just not as semi-sonic. Yeah, and Semisonic always comes together, and they play shows every now and then in the cities and stuff. But yeah, it looks like something for Chrissy Hine too of uh, the Pretenders did stuff for her. Cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, this is a uh, closing time from Dan Wilson. Closing time. One last call for alcohol. So finish your whiskey or beer. Closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. 
That song is so fucking good. It, it is. is really good. You, uh, ever, you ever put that on in the bar when you're closing up? No, other people do, and everybody gets booed when they do it because nobody wants to hear that song. No, you don't want. No, time. not you don't want to cl- have it like when people are still. In the, you want to, the time to put it on would be everybody's left the bar. You're just finishing up and just put it on for yourself. I guess. No, I don't think. I, I don't know. That's that what way. I would like to do. Like I say, I've said numerous times, bartenders have a handful of songs that they just don't want to hear. Like oh yeah. In the past two weeks, I've probably heard Bohemian Rhapsody like 18 times. That's too many times. Way too many times. Yeah. and oh, too, yeah. Uh, Friday, last Friday, it was the Chili Crawl around town. Uh, got done with my shift and ended up drinking there for a while. You couldn't walk in that fucking place. It was so busy. But uh, it was like, fuck, the song I'm about to play. Which uh, Okay, yeah, into my introduction to this. Genesis has produced uh, like two amaz- two singers with gigantic careers alongside him, Peter Gabriel and Phil Collins. And uh, I was just thinking about the lady dancing on the stool at Emma's, probably in her mid to late 50s or something, hopped up on the stool because Sue Sue Studio came on the radio and she was just dancing away. And I'm sitting there like, she's behind me. I'm like, you gotta get, what are you, this is a lawsuit waiting to happen. <laughs> and then this older guy that's like with her, her husband, I don't know, he's like, she wants to get on the bar. She wants, I'm like, she's not getting on the fucking bar, guys. What the hell? So that led into me and Patrick playing like the Cupid Shuffle and, uh, What's the what's the other one? Any kind of the the conga by Gloria Stefan, any kind of ones, those those dancing songs, and it made the bar go fucking wild. It was hilarious. But uh yeah, Susu Studio. It just worked out perfectly that I wanted to hear it, and Phil Collins it, it was the drummer of Genesis, uh, which also had a lot of famous songs. Yeah, too. actually when you said drummer though, like I thought we were talking about uh Oh no, who what? oh uh, Dave Grohl, your <laughs> favorite. Yeah, you didn't even play him. Because f- the first Foo Fighters album was just him. Yeah, but I guess yeah, you can't really count that too because he didn't really go solo like to become a huge superstar. But Yeah. Yeah, I get it though. Uh, yeah, but no, Phil Collins is who <laughs> I was talking about. So let's hear some Susu Studio. forget that lady dancing on stool and just how she was wearing it was an ugly sweater party that came through the bar she's wearing the hideous gaudy what if she fell down she might sue 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 you (laughs) oh my god yeah she was wearing like reindeer antlers and she was like because you can't really move on a bar stool too much but her butt was just going and her arms just going back and forth 
God, that was a, that was a sight to see. That was a sight to see. So yeah, uh, come to Emma's next chili crawl. You'll never know what you'll fucking see. Uh, I like this guy's comment on that song. Great song! By the way, I have to return some videotapes. It's <laughs> pretty good. Uh, anything else you'd like to add, sir? Uh, no, no. All right, let's close the show up. Thanks for joining us on this week's episode of Soundwave. New episodes are released every other Thursday. The theme for our next show is... Well, uh, our next one is going to be our last one of the year. Well, in this year. like It's not the one that we're going to do our top ten list. Okay. It'll be... Uh, but I don't feel like doing Christmas because, like, no. just because, like, like, we've we we've do done it before, yeah, yeah. like, and I actually we've done a good job of like not doing Christmas because I think there was like a couple years we where did it was creepy a topic. Christmas songs or something. One was year. that there was creepy something to another? <sighs> I don't know. I can't remember. But yeah, what, what were you gonna say? So and like we've also done winter like yeah. at least twice. I think yeah, probably. So I was thinking, let's take let's go somewhere else instead. Instead of like dealing with everybody's tired of hearing Christmas songs, let's hear some Western songs. Western songs? Well, just because like uh, the Buster Scruggs is, uh, came oh, on Netflix. Right. Yeah, you've watched uh, that. I've almost. I still have still have, like the two more vignettes okay. left to is do. Is it good? Yeah, I've enjoyed it. All right, I gotta watch I, that still. And yeah. I really liked uh, who, the uh, the guy from. Uh, Panopal Express, I can't remember. The, in play, it was oh, in James Spider- Franco. James Franco. Yeah. He was great. In, uh, I heard Tom Waits is pretty great in there, Oh, too. He, he had a great uh, part. He, that man is amazing. All right, yeah, I'm down for that. So, yeah, that and, like, Red Dead. I think this is that. So, right. Westerns. The theme for our next show is Western songs. Uh, take that as you, how you might. Does, yeah, yeah. For updates and more information about Soundwave or other shows, go like us on Facebook at Blind Ninja Studios. You can follow us on Twitter at Blind underscore Ninja. Flagship show Department of Defense is still live every Sunday evening. Come join the fun at blindnewsdoos.com slash live. The show and all of our other ones are available to stream on our website, blindnewsdoos.com, or you can subscribe on iTunes so you never miss a show. If you just can't get enough of Soundwave and Blind News Studios, you should help support us. At the bottom of our homepage, click on Patreon. Sign up. It works like a monthly donation service where you can pledge any amount that works for you, even as low as a buck. Also, it's the holiday season. We know you're going to do shopping on Amazon. Uh, do that. Do that and go to our homepage first and click on the little Amazon link at the bottom. When you do all your shopping for Christmas for on Amazon and check out, Amazon kicks a little money towards us. It doesn't cost you anything else. It's really cool. Uh, questions, comments, any kind of feedback, email us at feedback at blindnewsstudios.com or even easier, message us on Facebook. We'll see you again in two weeks. <laughs>